0: Hello, this is Brian Foster, and I'm live streaming to you on October 11th, 2021. And today we're, we're again on every Monday that we have been doing lately. This is, I think, the ninth uh, Monday we've started this. This is question and answers about spiritism. So please put your question, put your comments as you're listen, listening to this live stream, put your Comments on there and I will attempt to answer them to the best of my ability now before we begin I'd start with a a, a Prayer to open our session. This is very trying times and I want to say dear Lord, please give strength and and moral help to all those people who are making difficult difficult decisions in their life when they are They are confronted with corruption and tyranny and being given instructions to do things that go against their own moral and their own upbringing and what they think is best logically, what they think is logically best. Give them strength to do what they think is right and to know that whenever a door closes and someone makes the right choice, heaven and the spirit world and Jesus and the the angels watching over them opens another door for them amen okay now again uh, before i begin this i would just like to uh say put your questions on the comments and if you are interested in spiritism i would go to my blog nwspiritism.com and download spiritism 101 the third revelation it is on pdf it's it's 100 pages or a little bit less than uh, 100 pages and It's free of course. You can also get it on Kindle and paperback and audible and we have our first person on uh, uh, Simply Luciani hello Oh, and then Nebula says thank you for this question and answer format so I'm happy to Explore whatever you like to explore. I have some preset questions if I don't get any other questions. I start going off in into those so if I have no questions now, let me give you a couple more minutes. Um, there's a lot happening. It just, you know the world is in an interesting place, and I hope everybody enjoys it because you know when you look around you and you see all these what, what you know whatever side of the fence or whatever you think is, is um, we are on this campus called Earth and we're here to learn. Okay, here's our first question what's the best way to be loving without being a doormat now that is an excellent question that's an excellent question and and um it's not easy so one of the things is is how to control your primitive emotions and when when we say you know you're a doormat means you just kind of do whatever that person says and usually you do whatever that other person says because you are afraid of their emotional response. And there was this great section in one of Andre Lewis's books talking about anger and indignation. And what they told us is, you know, you, as a spiritist, you don't have to be pushed around, right? But then when we think about we're being pushed around, we think about fighting back with anger. They said, no, no. Don't because once you once you release anger, you release these primitive emotions and you affect not only yourself, but everyone else around you. But you can use indignation What indignation is you say, no, I'm not going to do that for you. And this is why. And then you've got to control your voice because the voice is very important coming out. But keep your voice calm and steady. And say no, I'm I'm not doing that. Or you need to learn this on your own. And this is what you do with your children as they get older. Like you know, one of my one of my children's you know is getting older and te- late teenage years, and and it's like okay, here are here are here are you know here are some ad- adult decisions. You know, it's not like the old days where you where you um, can make decisions and there's no repercussions. Now i'm making sure she has repercussions because she has to learn repercussions so the answer is no and this is why i'm saying this it's going to help you in the long run so i think that's the way of, of loving without being a doormat is this calmly explain your situation what you will and will not put up with because everyone has a right not to put up with things and if that person you know doesn't like it well they can explore the rest of the world and see if it's better. God bless them. We're you know, we're here on earth. We're a learning experience. So I, I hope that helps. Okay. This is simply Luciani. Is can you talk about haunted dolls? Well, and then there's also a, when one that says good spirits attached to dolls. So it must be good and bad spirits attached to dolls. So there is, and especially when uh, we come to Brazil, my wife and I come to Brazil, and, and there is, you know, there is a group of uh, mucambo, what they call them, and it's probably not pronouncing this right, but it's it's more of people talking to spirits, but it's like the old voodoo days, right, where where uh, people, you know, are you know, have, make bad, you know, like evil eye and all those things, and there's some reality to this because you can get. Uh, low and ignorant spirits to go bother people for you um if you like you know by by talking to them by sacrificing something to them or just just for their just for their own amusement and so a good spirit won't really be attached to a doll per se right a higher spirit one who understands the spirit world the spirit realm they will not, you know, they will not be attached to the doll. They'll they'll communicate with you above board. Now, there may be what you consider to be a doll, but and that you think it may communicate to you, but it is a lower spirit that is using that persona, or using that misperception to try and trick you in thinking that it is talking through that doll. But it's just a representation. It's like exorcism where you see these, these you know, priests will put water on a person and say, you know, be gone, bad spirit. Well, you know, spirit doesn't tell us that the spirits just laugh at that. it's That's not the way it works. It's the way it works is that person usually has to have their own inner fortitude by meditation and prayer to say, I'm not going to be affected by your trying to obsess me or bother me. And the same thing goes with any Other physical manifestation like like a doll or a wax figure is you know sorry you know and you can even believe it and the problem is that if people believe in this and they believe it affects them but what you can say is I have enough power that I will not let that affect me I know there's spirits around me I know that thoughts are coming at me I know thoughts are coming at me and but you know those negative thoughts I, I'm not going to let myself be exposed to that. And, um, oh yeah, so here I practiced Mesa Blanca, which is Puerto Rico's uh, is, is spiritism, which is the, uh, you know, white table, which is you're talking to to spirits. And now we know, or, or you're at a group, that there are a group of mediums in front that, that communicate with spirits. Now, the important thing to remember is that, spirits are attracted to the level to the same level of medium right so when we uh, have been talking to people who are in these more uh primitive uh, spirit groups let's say they talk to lower level spirits and they're very jealous of their power in fact we talked to this one medium very good guy but the spirits around him said don't don't start reading about spiritism you know we want you to go to our you know our practice because you know we want to communicate through you and of course the high spirit would never say that It'd say oh you have free will you do what you want but you'll learn and but we recommend that you you know read and study uh, about the other side so again when there's a medium in these places and it could be you you could be the medium spirits are attracted to someone on their own level and if you if on these on these groups where there's mediums work with lower level spirits, they'll they'll do like trivial things. They'll say, well, I'll get someone to love me, or where can I find more money? And so you won't see that in a spiritist meeting and with communication is because they're here because higher spirits, as I've said many times before higher spirits will communicate to you like your teacher that you may have hated when you' were in sixth or seventh grade that demanded a lot from you but as you look back and when you're in your 20s you go oh you know I hated her at the time but she really taught me how to learn right and that's how that's how higher spirits will talk to you they won't they won't endeavor in small little things of bewitching someone or causing someone to make a bad decision they won't they won't do that They'll help guide them on their trials and tribulations, but they won't get down into the nitty-gritty of life's little events. Now, there could be exceptions to that, um, but that is that's the level. So that's why the more you study spiritism, the more you understand the spirit world per se. The more you understand that that you've rip out your primitive emotions and replace those with love, charity, and fraternity and you the more your aura will will be bright and you and then other spirits will become attached attracted to you i should say and they will help you and assist you in your endeavors uh, you know when you pray for something good not when you pray for something bad So don't, yeah, don't do that because that's a as i'm sure you already know that can boomerang effect on you so that is i think is an, an important so I hope that answered your your question, but please ask me more if not. Okay, we have another question from Mr. Meg Megamat X. Speaking of that, is it ever permitted for someone like a prophetic clairvoyant, prophetic, prophetic clairvoyant to express anger or use cuss words when at their breaking point? Sort of like when Moses reacted to the gold calf. Well, it's you know it's not advised, but you know, humans are humans, and and yes, so a clairvoyant can express anger or use cuss words. It doesn't mean that they've lost all credibility or the spirits will never talk to them again. It just means that they they lost their composure, and hopefully they recovered from that loss of composure. Remember, you know, and like Moses when he acted to the golden calf, or when Jesus was in the uh, the temple with the money changers, and now I think he just, he expressed, I think he, you know, uh, deliberately showed and demonstrated what people in, it was maybe interpreted as anger, but it was more indignation when he overturned the, the tables and said, no, nope, this is not happening. And, you know, get out of here. And um, so to make a point, and I think, and and we know, and someone like Jesus, or Moses, who is very high level and, and extremely intelligent, Knows that when, if you want to make a point with someone, if just saying it softly, like, "Oh, you know, I, I think you shouldn't," you know, uh, pour over and use this gold calf. This is, you know, we have this new paradigm. Uh, people would have just looked at him and carried on. So he had to, he had to be more demonstrative, right? They don't, you know, they would just kept worshiping uh, that false idol. And so, therefore, uh, he probably raised his voice. He may not actually been angry. He might have been angry, right? You never know. But he had to get their attention. And that was a device to get their attention. So, it depends on the situation. It's all situational. Okay. Uh, how can I get past the loud ringing in the ears and hear the message? Well, this is interesting so you must be a a medium and you have some sort of like tinnitus in your ears and you believe that that affects your ability to hear the message now remember that you don't hear or usually you don't and there, there could be differences but many mediums and I would really recommend you read the mediums book let me put this on the, on the screen real quick you see this says the the mediums book right here I, you can get this in pdf alan kardec the mediums book that will help you uh, a lot in looking about and reading about and understanding different types of spirits so again i would type in on uh, a search engine alan kardec and just alan kardec space pdf and it will show you, it should bring up results on all of his books, but the medium's book is the, probably the one you want. But let me go, go on. So, so you're really like an audible medium, and, but your your uh, auto ability, you believe, is blocked by by your tinnitus. Now, usually what happens is when, in order for a spirit to have voice, it, like to hear it through the ears, the vo- uh, where the voice has to has to have vibration and going through the air and the atmosphere for the sound waves to travel but that's not how spirits really communicate to us right because you could have visions and when you hear it's really through the pineal gland and that's kind of our doorway to the other side and therefore i've known other mediums with this problem but it doesn't stop them from getting the message because they don't hear through their ears they hear through their canal gland which is thoughts or voices come into their into their mind they they th- you think you hear it but you're actually that's because your mind is you know so smart it's like well if I hear it it must be through my ears and I don't think that that is necessarily true and therefore I would I would recommend you you Give this a try. You sit and you meditate and you, you know, read about the spirit world. Read, you know, it was, I'm sure you've already done. So I apologize if I'm saying things you've already done, but you sit and you meditate, you think about the spirit world. You think about improving yourself and naturally think, how can I improve myself? How can I become a nicer, more loving person, uh, charitable, fraternal and help guide me in this? And meditate at the same time, uh, like Tuesdays at 7 o'clock at night, you know, every week. Because then that's when the higher spirits, and when you meditate and you put forth good salt, uh thoughts, and you want to, and they know you want to improve yourself, you will be noticed. And you will, then they will come and help you. Okay, what are your... Again, what are your thoughts on seeing repetitive numbers? One, 12, et cetera. So they, they certainly numbers send messages. And the numbers can mean different things to different people depending on your circumstances. And so I would say that when you see these numbers, because I've seen numbers in dreams, and then I oh, and I say, Oh, okay, I know what that means and then you know and i don't want to go in through what each of these means you can look those up but some people think you know 11 11 means and etc and so forth but i think what they will what it means is those are signs signs for individuals for you to know that either to encourage you to go forward maybe discourage you for not taking that path and so i would say yes i would say that repetitive numbers are a way of the spirit world to subtly guide you and they do you know sometimes they guide you subtly and sometimes they guide you like there's like a knock on your head um i remember when i made a, a I was making a really bad decision and then and this is before i found spiritism then i got so sick i couldn't do anything i just like was stopped and you know it wasn't anything i knew and Then I found spiritualism and I read about when spirits were trying to stop a person from doing something very harmful to themselves or a bad decision to take them off their life path, they would get make them very sick. So they would have to forget that idea for a while and then be redirected. So I, I, you know, that happens, happens to me. So yes. um, uh, So yes, if those numbers mean something to you, it's just like in dreams, when you see visions, dreams, I know there's whole books about interpreting dreams. And and they're probably, a, you, know, you know, what does a snake mean? What does water mean? But really, to me, when you interpret dreams, it's what your mood is. Are you happy? Are you, if you feel good, you feel energized, that means you went to a good place. And when you see a symbol, don't go look up on a dream book. Say, what does that symbol mean to you? Because your brain saw what was going on. And interpret that into some sort of symbol. So it's really is what does that symbol mean to you? What does water mean to you? And if it was a, you had you felt good after the dream, it's like something good most most often. Because remember, we're in this 3D world with time as a fourth dimension, with this running along. When you're going into the spirit world, it's you're in a 4D world, right? And you see time, you see the effect of time. Because there is no, there is no march of time in 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 the spirit world. So yes, I do believe they certainly are signs signals. Okay. Do spiritists believe in the Virgin Birth Jesus, and how do they view Mary? Okay. So this is interesting because before I was a spiritist, and even during the first part of me being a spiritist. I did not believe in the in the virgin birth. And you don't see it talked about much. But the more I understand spiritism, and the more I understand um how who and what we are. So first, you have to think who we are, what we are. Right now, we believe we're this physical manifestation, right? And what we see in front of our eyes is what's there, right? It's, it's there. It's, you know, the wall is a wall. A book is a book, right? And, you know, I have hair, all that. And then you, you understand about the spirit world where thought is action. You can move at the speed of thought. There's no speed of light. You know, when you, when you want something, you can create it with your mind and the more you find, you know, find this out. And then people have had where I've, I've had where, People have told me my future and I of course I didn't believe it and then it happened. It's like, oh okay, how can you know that? So the spirit world is organized and it's complex. Because if it wasn't, how could could they lead us here on Earth? How could they plan our reincarnation? How could they tell us our future, right? Because they have to be doing all these Monte Carlo uh, simulations and see all these different paths, and they'll help guide our paths. So what does that mean? That means the spirit world is this logical, complex entity in which we as spirits are thought, intelligence thought we're encapsulated thought and we can go through this uh this live database this live universal database of all knowledge and when we see things we can we can decide to see things as data or as or as the properties of whatever that data is so we can see like another spirit we can see them as a spark or we can see them as you know Uncle Bob who is on the same spiritual level as we are or we see a higher spirit that you know reflects the love of God and That they they're shining. They look like an angel to us So think of that for a second Given that What is the earth well? Spirits have told us the earth is a subset of the spirit universe and We are spirits and what the Earth really is, it's like a simulator. The Earth is here, a planet of atonement. Right now, we are here in order to improve our character and personality. And like any simulator, when a pilot goes through, a pilot doesn't go in a simulator to just always have beautiful takeoff and landings, right? No, they've got all sorts of the engines. The engines go out. the The runway is populated with birds, or you know. All sorts of things go wrong, right? The passengers rebel. So they're given all these experiences. Well, that's what we go through on Earth. And therefore, the Earth is really a simulator. So if that's the case, which I believe it is, you have to think of yourself that you're in the middle of a video game. And if you're in the middle of a video game, you're an avatar in a video game. And when you're an avatar in a video game, you think you're real. And you think that you're going from point A to point B. And you're walking through a forest, a path across oceans, right? And, but act- in actuality, you're not. You're just changing state. Because the data in the video game is saying, okay, you're now in a forest and you're moving at a perceived rate of five miles per hour. So think of that. Think of that logical. Now, think that you are the master of that game. Because Jesus is the governor of earth, right? He knows how to manipulate the data. Jesus certainly had the ability to make himself, conceive himself inside Mary's womb. He could, you know, you can look at it. Uh, you can look at it just from data, like, hey, I'm going to be a, a live fetus in Mary's room, and I'm going to give myself the uh, attributes and permissions to be so. Or you can look at it biologically, where he had the power to to uh, assemble any type of cells he wanted to to create this embryo that he would then use in and and put in his soul in to populate that, so he could be the physical Jesus. Because after all, when when Jesus when when the apostles talked that jesus walked on the water or when he was another uh uh point is when he was in the boat and the waves were crashing and and the guys were all scared and they're and they're saying and he woke up and said what are you worried about in and, and the you know i'm just paraphrasing and he like made the water the storm go away well i mean you can read that and you're a skeptic like oh this is just a myth or you can read that and understand the logical the logical constructs of the earth, which is a very, uh, a simulator beyond our comprehension, because it sure as heck is real to us. And Jesus said, okay, well, I'm just going to tweak the environment around this boat right now and say, ah, no storm here, water's calm. Do you see what I'm getting at? That's the power. This is This is why spiritism reveals to you that you are in such a fantastic environment beyond your comprehension what science fiction or fantasy book says that when you're in the land that thought is action and you can create whatever you want because if we actually live that here on earth where thought is action, create whatever we want we'd have all sorts of undisciplined uh, undisciplined people it would be destroying houses and doing all sorts of horrible things but that's why we're here because you only have, you only get more power as you rise spiritually and you rise morally. So you're only allowed to ascend and have ex, extra attributes as you rise, and you are capable of exercising them with thought. And I talk about this in my book, Spirit and the Spirit Universe, Book Two of Spiritism, of who are spirits, how they're trained. Now. So they view Mary uh, as this wonderful person who helped Jesus on earth. And in fact, Mary has a lot of uh, uh, like a NGO, non-government organization. Well, they, she has hospitals and areas in the lower zone where they help uh, suicides, they help other people and just other types of people will have um, like uh, Menenzas, the wizard de the uh, Menenzas will have areas to help people, etc. So they view Mary as a very high, uh, as a wonderful high level spirit who helps a lot of spirits get better. So I hope that, I hope that answers the question because the answer to that question, that's a great question, but it's, you really have to look at yourself and everything else completely different. You, you are being, you are being trained to be this, immensely powerful spirit you can be someone like jesus someday jesus started out like us that's what spiritism says there's spirits higher than jesus now the spirits that i've read about says we are lucky to have jesus as the governor of our planet and he's four other planets besides okay let me um let me hide that one let me enter this one before i get to the other one uh thanks do you have a link or how much is it um there's no cost i would go to my link um if you want to get in touch with me i would go to nwspiritism.com and then i would go onto the uh, about me and contact me section send me an email and i'd be happy to arrange that. there's no charge for any of this you know charge for this stuff um to call by WhatsApp or uh, Skype or whatever, if you'd like to talk to me uh, in person. So again, go to nwspiritualism.com because I don't want to give my email out to everybody. Or you can also message me uh, uh, like either through Facebook or uh, I think, um, I don't know if, yeah, Facebook should work, like DM me or whatever. But yeah, so you can go there and just bar, send me your email. I'll read that. Sometimes Facebook messages I get them like two months later. It's it's not very not very good. But fill out the contact me section. Give me your email. I'll send you an email back. And I talk to a lot of people. We we can talk. So I'll be happy. If you have questions, I'll be happy to answer them. I would recommend that you. Download my PDF, Spiritism 101, and then even read the Spirits book by Alan Kerdack and the Mediums book right for you. I think that that would help. Okay, let me, um, oops, what did I do? Oh, answer the next question. I don't want to get off. Okay, this is for Lucianne and everybody, I guess, on this conversation. Have you ever heard of Muse? I saw an advertisement of it. It's supposedly to monitor your brain waves to keep your mind on track while meditating you can check that out. Now I'm, I'm okay for me I've not heard of it and it's probably something where you can see your alpha waves or something to make sure you're calm and it might be a good way to focus your mind and keep your mind open uh, for communication to the other side. I don't know that, you know I would uh, that would be interesting. okay next uh this is from there are yogis you can walk on water yes in fact uh there's this great book the autobiography of a yogi and it's written i think just around world war ii and he talked about yogis that could just like you know they locked one yogi in prison and then you know he just walk around just get out of prison because he would just go through walls or whatever and um and these are and it, of course it was very interesting because i wrote a, a I did a video and an article about it, and and they the yogis would say, yeah, we're just light, all we are, are light, and they could actually look at someone's destiny and make or health and make little changes to it. So again, this is not just spiritism; these are these very advanced spirits who came to India, right, Incarnated in India, showing people that we are we are thoughts form, right, because. Light is really, when they say light, I believe they, they mean that we're intel, intelligent energy, which we are, right? Because you're a spirit, you are intelligent energy. And in fact, you see here, a spirit, a spirit, and a body. So a spirit is just this intelligent energy. That's what we are. And you can call that light. I can see why they say that. A paraspirit is our, what we are appear to be to other spirits if they want to see us in that way. And we, we just decide with our own mind what we want to look like. And then your physical body is just a temporary covering that you have when you're on the simulator called Earth. And it's not that important, but you got to take good care of it, right? Don't drink. Don't be an addict of some sort like me. I'm, you know, my addiction is ice cream. I'm trying to do less of that, but not very successfully. But your body is just this temporary thing. I compare it to to go. Let's say you're on a ride at Disneyland, right? I know how many people know like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And there's uh, to go on the ride. There's different colored cars. There's a red car. There's a green car. Uh, you know, black and yellow, uh, pink and purple, whatever cars. So you get on this ride. You go through Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and you get off the car. And that's really what all we're doing. And this body, we're just on this this ride for a while okay so that's a good point okay um okay yes i see this other yeah i was coming about a a device yes i saw that uh mr uh mega x so yes so there's in this book autobiography of a yogi uh wonderful things that he was he was talking about that they could do and again this is just another Another independent view of the spiritual. That's why, like on Tuesdays, I talk. I go through these books on PDF that are are, are you know psychographed by mediums from spirits, and um, saying what their experiences were, and I I, I compare them to the experiences uh, and the, the knowledge from Spiritism. And again, I've done that also in my in my books about different NDEs. You know, when is the spirit world talks to you? 12 NDEs. And so so there's always a there's there's a general theme on people's near-death experiences. And this is, you know, the internet's been good and bad in different ways, right? The good part of the internet is allowed people with near-death experiences to say, you know, I'm not this weird person. I actually saw something and they can compare what they saw to other people. And what they saw is is it reinforces what yogis say and what spiritism says and remember all throughout history from socrates buddha Zoroaster, Lao, Lao Tzu, confucius they're all sent under the auspices of jesus christ to earth to tell us how we need to behave on earth in order to ascend spiritually Right, Socrates, and I think Buddha. They they're like they're like about 400 years uh, before Christ. So these, you know, and that's why I always uh, I- interesting um, is that you know, a lot of a lot of these you know, archaeologists or historians say, well, this religion stole this from that, and that religion stole this from that. And the answer is, well, maybe, but really, is that each of these. Spirits became came on earth your high-level spirits incarnate on earth in order to send the same message But the message had to be tailored to the culture and the time and the technology of of the time of that person Okay Um, What is your take on the death resurrection of Jesus because I kind of like the swoon theory the idea that Jesus was simply near death and went into spontaneous remission thus survived um so it's not important because he, he he was just this physical entity his physical entity did die his, it, because i i guess this sw- this swoon theory is that this is can explain how he was resurrected three days later. But if you follow the fact that thought is action and we are, we are energy, the fact that, and Jesus is the master of the game, at least around the earth, right? There are spirits higher than him, but he really controls what's happening uh, in the heavens around the earth and the physical plane of the earth is that, that theory that he was near death, but then he got taken down from the cross and he showed up, you know, three days later. I can see where people want that to be because that explains things. But I think that they're looking for a physical explanation where, in fact, there is a higher explanation of of the power of Jesus and the fact that that he had um, that he is energy that he's he physically died on the cross he got rid of his body he went into where he belonged in heaven at the level he's at and then when it was time in fact this is what spirit said in the books by Reverend Jival and I actually talked about that in my book um, heaven and below Let me find that one so what they said about Jesus they were talking about And they're giving an example. They're talking about the conception of distance in the spirit world. And they said, there is no distance per se in the spirit world. It's like we think, oh, the earth is so many million miles away from Mars. And there's so many light years from one system to the other. Well, in our physical world, it's set up to be that way for us to perceive distance. But in the spirit world, There is no distance, per se, because it's all data. And they're either presence or absence. And if you want to put yourself somewhere else, this is why you can travel at the speed of thought. You think of that environment, and you put yourself into that environment. Now, you can travel through, you know, and... And this is where it all depends how you want to think of things. You you can travel through the seer in heaven. You can travel through and see the different levels of heaven and the lower zone. If you'd like to follow that data down the tree to that extent, or you could just pop up where you wanted to pop up. And what you want. So they use the idea of this absence or presence with Jesus. They said, look, when Jesus showed up three days later into the room with the apostles, he, he didn't like, oh, I got to take a spaceship or I got to walk down to earth and then I got to show up in this room. Said, no, that's not what he did. He was in heaven. He said, okay, I'm, I'm going to change the state around me. Again, think of it like a video game. I'm going to change the environment. You are an avatar in a video game. I'm going to change the environment from an ocean to inside of a hotel. That's what Jesus said. He changed the environment to where he wanted to be. And he showed up. And I know when I talk like this, people think, this is crazy. But when you look at the world, and you look at these odd things you see, and you can't explain, this it starts explaining things. Is that we really live in this magnificent universe, this highly complex elastic universe where you are this this intelligent being who is limited by by yourself because you don't want to become a a calmer better person but within the within the parameters that you're allowed to you're able to travel through the data or or show up in different environments or create environments within the spheres that you are allowed to travel. And you are immortal and you can look the way you want. So when you think of that, your idea of yourself and and what hopefully is your idea not only of yourself, but of all those around you, that they're all struggling spirits trying to improve and they're not really quite sure how to improve and things are happening to them and they go why is this happening to me and the answer of course is past life wrongs but then you know i have people ask me like well how can i learn from my past lives when i don't remember well the answer is the spirit world is extremely intelligent and they know how to elicit different stimuli for you to to go through the different analysis of your character to to modify those parts of the characters of your character where you did wrong things. They are, you know, to us, they're just complete geniuses. We're like five-year-olds looking at our parents thinking, how do they do that? Right. And they're still tall. No, that's 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 why. Okay. Uh oh, this is simply Luciani. Spirits in my dolls are good. Just not highly elevated, but still they help me with skills they had when alive. So again, so what they are is they are they are uh useful tools in which you concentrate on that dull and it helps you communicate to that spirit. And that spirit, like you said, not highly elevated. They're on the earth and you should probably want to go through and really look at the different levels of spirits and you can place them where they're at. And if they're trying to do good, and that's great, um, but you, that's why you need to read the medium's book and understand at what level they are, and make sure they're not masquerading as someone who they who you think they are, because they'll certainly do that. That's happened. I've seen that in uh, spirit uh, spiritist mediums meetings. So, um, and so you you are medium, and I you are. Most mediums are on Earth because you've accepted a mission to help and to assist others. And it's. I know it's very difficult. A lot of mediums have uh, extremely difficult lives because they are talking to the spirit world. Some people believe them. Some people believe that you're just hallucinating. You don't know what you're doing. I believe you. And so it's not easy. And then it's also not easy to know when spirits talk to you is their advice useful is it going to help somebody or is it just you know kind of trying to be amusing with you that's why uh, the best thing is for you to elevate yourself spiritually and i guarantee you that you'll have higher spirits help guide you in the way that you want to go if that is your your wish and desire but I would say since you are a medium, you, you, have, you have some mission on earth to help many people probably. And I, and, uh, I would recommend you put the effort to, uh, to accomplish that. That's a wonderful gift. I don't have that gift. I can feel the presence of spirit sometimes. Uh, but as far as anything else, I don't, I don't have that gift. And, um, and I know some people <laughs> don't like that gift. In fact, Chico Xavier, one time there was a guy in Chico's audience and he asked him a question and he said, and he was like I think about 20 at the time. And and, and he asked Chico, who's a wonderful great medium in Brazil. And Chico said, why are you asking me that? You're a medium. You can find out. And he goes, "Oh no, I'm I'm afraid of all that. I I don't want to know. He goes, well, he goes, at some time you will. And so 20 years later, he made the decision that he was going to explore. He went to Spirit Center, right? He started learning and became a very proficient medium. But so, I mean, it's uh it's not easy. I've had this other woman come and talk to me, like, oh, I'm seeing these, these objects, these weird, misshapen objects, and some of them look good, some of them look bad, and and it's like it was like her mediumistic powers like switched on at a certain age, which can't happen. And she was shocked. Like, what, what the heck is that? And that's why people need knowledge. People need to read and study. Because the more you understand that there are spirits out there in the lower zone, and a lot of spirits in the lower zone are perfectly nice people. A lot of them aren't so nice people. A lot of them can mean you harm. And that's why you have to filter everything through your conscience. When you have an idea, filter it through your conscious make sure it's it's morally upstanding and that you don't feel stressed about it and that's important um they also say i i see orbs sometimes and those are those are spirits around who you're not seeing their uh how they want you to see their physical representation you're seeing their energy and those are those are spirits. or they also can just be uh, collectives of thoughts and astral plane things around you? That could happen, but usually they're they're spirits. It depends. I know. um I don't know if you've seen this, but I know a person that has seen spirits, and what he says is they look like they look like high speed robots, and because you know the spirits will say it's like. First of all, they'll say it's hard to communicate with you humans because you're so slow, and we have to like word one word, then the next word. Uh, you know, it's like in the spirit world is like the, the temple is just, is just boom, boom, boom. They move fast. And he says they'll just move around like really fast, and he will just see this motion. It was like this high-speed film of people of people moving, and um, really interesting medium. In fact, he worked at this place for the government were uh, kind of like a social security office, I think, or something like that, where people would come up and ask questions. And then sometimes he'd be sitting there answering questions and his coworker would go, uh, there's nobody there. That's the spirit you're talking to, right? Because he'd think he was talking to, to a person, you know, God bless him. Uh, in fact, that's why you'll find these really powerful mediums like Chico Xavier and Divaldo Franco. Um, they won't drive. They, they, they cannot drive because Spirits will just walk around the road because they're not worried about cars. Those cars will go right through them. And of course, they'll, they'll think they're spirits. And they'll think they, they could be people. Like Chico, one time, this guy came up to Shiko. He said, oh, hi, Shiko. And then Chico said, oh, I'm glad you brought your mother with you. And he said, no, no, my, my mother died. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. But his mother was right next to him, but she was a spirit. And he, he got to the point where he, he couldn't tell the difference. And then he went up to this one woman and goes, are you alive, right? So it, it's hard on on that one. So yeah, okay. Then you say, simply Luciana, I see orbs in by my altar, beautiful. Yeah. So those are probably uh, spirits. It could be the spirits that inhabit some of uh, some of your dolls that are there and uh, and you know want to show you that that they are with you. Am I Mason? Mesa Blanca attracts spirits. Mostly, they ask me if they are dead. <sighs> okay. So, yes, and then uh, yes. Yeah, so this is exactly. So you you are on a mission. You are helping people now. And I've been in meetings, meetings where people say, "Am I dead?" Right? And because they, they are. It, this is where. So this is where you can believe that we are who we are. When we pass over if we were a criminal or a pickpocket we're still kind of that morally depraved person when we pass over we don't turn into these beautiful angels all knowing and when and what happens when people die is they think oh i'm still here because they feel their para spirit right and they don't know they're dead in fact one medium told me that she knew when she was in the spirit world her one of her tasks was helping people who didn't know they were dead to to go home, right? So, you know, whatever, like in those or whatever. So they would they seek spiritual help. So, yes. Yeah, so probably what's happening, I would bet you, is the spirits are attracted to you because they are given inspiration from other higher spirits to talk to you. So, and because when these spirits don't think that they're dead, don't really they don't really can't see a higher spirit it's like well they don't believe it can happen um then you know they don't see a higher spirit helping them but what the high spirit can is inspire them to come to someone like you and they'll feel more comfortable talking to a physical human and then you said yeah mesa blanca practice helps them cross over so that's a wonderful thing so you are helping people and And then so I don't know how, um, I'm sure there's many different ways to help them uh, cross over, but it's important for them to know that they are loved and for them to think good thoughts. And also, I'm sure a lot of times people are trapped on the earth because their family, their families are thinking so much of them that they are trapping them on the earth. I've read about this quite often is someone passes over, you know, a nice aunt, uncle, grandma, whatever, but and the family's so despondent and no, all we need you we need you here well those thoughts are like tentacles emotionally pulling that person back to their house and yet they feel like they're not alive and um that they should go somewhere else but emotionally, they're being pulled back by by their house so what you say is they're attracted to the candle because The mesa is a portal. It becomes like a lighthouse. I'm sure that's part of it, but I would, uh, my opinion, and I could be wrong, is that they are attracted to you as a medium and they are sent there. It wouldn't make a difference if you had a candle or a little statue or you were just with a bowl of water. That the uh, higher spirits are sending these spirits to you because you can help them. Uh, that's my opinion. You can certainly disagree with me. But I think that whatever you had have on the table. Is, is something for you know. If it helps you. That's all that matters. But I believe that these spirits are attracted to you. Because you're open-minded. You're bringing them in by your thoughts. And then other spirits are saying. Go see this person. And, be, and they, they may not even know they're being thought yes and then you say i also become a lighthouse absolutely you are you are the attract you are the attraction that's what i'm saying the the physical objects around you may help you focus and to focus on your job at hand but you are the attraction and those people are being sent to you by other spirits who they say oh this person helps that's why I think you can do more. The more you read and study and the more you understand different spirits, and maybe you do already, I, you know, I don't know. And I, I, I apologize for saying things that you already know. Uh, you can be uh, uh, even of more help, but I'm sure that you must feel good uh, being of help as you are now uh, because you're doing a really great service. In fact, in Spirit to Centers, there are mediums meetings just to help spirits who are having hard times uh as an example, we I was in the mediums meeting. I'm not a medium right I was sat at the back of the wall and this woman came on and said, I you know because I I'm in pain, my husband was cruel he he misshapen my face with a hot iron and I hate him. I just hate him. And then another trans medium was, Communicate to by her husband and says, I apologize. I, I don't know how to get her over them. I, you know, I feel so sorry. It was a different era in time. So, so this is probably quite a few, you know, hundred years ago that, you know, a man owned, owned his wife and I didn't know what to do. And I just want her forgiveness. And so these two have been trapped in this, uh, cycle right he's begging for forgiveness but she just is in this loop of hatred But i you know who can blame him or blame her i should say but the spirits were you know the this the mediums in the medium were trying to say you need to forgive you, you know you've got to move on right so people are trapped like this and oh, so then my spirit guide helps them cross over take them to the spirit rehab school exactly that's exactly what spiritism says so then what they do is these spirits will talk to you, and you'll you'll get them to uh I don't know way a good way of saying it, get them to raise their their eyes a little bit, right? Because the reason the spirit guide or other their guardian angels may have had them talk to you is to get them in a state where they can open their mind up to see the spirit guide who comes to help them. Because before they probably could not see that person, or they did not respond to whatever they are trying to do. So they had to enlist you as one human to another human because they thought they were phys- still physically incarnated. And say, hold on a bit. You know, you got to open your eyes. There's a spirit guide next to you. Oh, there's a spirit guide next to me, and then they see it, right? Then they see him or her, whoever that is. Uh, so that's that's the link. That's what you're you're doing. And you go, then you say, there really is a spirit school on the other side, and not only is there a spirit school, there are spirit schools, and I talk about this, uh, which is so. And I'm glad you said that because, right? Because most people have the idea, they have this fuzzy idea of heaven that when we die and if we've been good, we're in this Elysian fields, and we can, you, we can, you know. Sit back and enjoy, right? Of course, that no spirits have work to do. The, the reason that we're on earth to improve our character and our personality is for us to be able to be given more and more power and attributes for us to help other spirits. So there are different levels of heaven. Now the spirits who talk to the Reverend G. Baal oh, say there's 10 levels, but they say other people say there's other levels essentially is this, when you go on a level of heaven, there are whatever like city or outpost you are, there are schools to help you learn, start learning. But then there are major, let's say centers of education, universities on each level. And you go to this and you learn more. And it's not like just book learning, you go on missions to earth or other places. Now at the same time, hopefully you're improving your, your moral, uh, and your spiritual quotient. Now that's why people come back to earth and incarnate is to make them, their personality better. You don't come back to earth to be a genius or to learn something, you know, about the spirit universe per se. It's really, you're here to modify your character and your personality. When you are ready, there's no time frame. but when you are ready, you go to the next level of heaven and you go to more schools and higher level schools, just like on earth. You go nursery school elementary school middle school high school right college post-grad it goes on and you have to balance your knowledge and wisdom with your spirituality and your morality in order to rise in these levels now when you rise in the level you're not just giving a piece of paper right oh i got this piece of paper no you are given more power more attributes more ability to tie into the universal database right you're you're on some levels you've you've learned uh, you learn how to connect to that you learn how to see the future you learn how to see other levels you learn all of that so this is this is a constant learning process so i hope that helps people uh, today, and let me just tell you one. If you really want to get like an overview of everything I said, I would recommend my book, The Spirit Realm Spiritism does reveal the reality of our existence. I really take everything of all the other uh, 14 books I've written and I try to break it down into this is the spirit realm, and this is, you know, this is your physicalness, this is how you ascend, all sorts of information. Uh, let me I just and There we go. We remove attached spirits from people and send them to school. Exactly. So spirits love to attach themselves to people. Let's say a mother dies uh, and she doesn't want to leave her her husband or her kids. And they attach themselves to people or objects. They can also attach to objects. And you get them to say, you're you're not really effective. Because I'm sure you're trying to talk to these people and they don't know what you're saying. But if we can send you to spirit school and you can learn something, you can actually be effective and you can ask permission to come back and help those people in a, in a much better manner. So that's kind of the logic with their spirit guide, I'm sure. Uh, you may have heard this, right? Is they, they're they given a good reason, right? They're, they're not going to be forced, right? They're, your free will is always respected in the in the spirit universe. So, but you're, but I'm sure what you're doing is you're reasoning with them and saying, well, how much help are you doing? You're just, you're basically a bystander. But in your spirit guide, and maybe you too, is saying, if you really want to help, we will help them. We'll send, we'll send people to help them while you're learning and you do well and, um, you'll be much more efficient. You can really help them. Yeah. There's the answer is yes. So. This is why. Um, see, so all these things, you probably thought that other people didn't know about. There's a, there's a whole section of people and books written about that what you know, what you really knew about. So it shows you that I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping um, that I am uh, enforcing your own beliefs. Yeah, and we tell them they can help better from the light. Exactly, and you see this all the time. Is they they will be taught how to help better right they'll be taught how to help better when they're in the spirit world they will go through these things and in fact there was one section in, in uh, one of the books uh, uh how we are guided by spirits where this lady you know oh, i have to help my family and they go look and she was in one of these uh, spiritual levels and she's in the school but she just couldn't concentrate she just wanted to help her family. He so let's go down and visit your family. And they let her visit her family. And they said, okay, try and talk to someone. And they go, they they can't hear me, right? And I'm not doing any good. Well, look, what we'll do is we'll send other spirits who are trained to come and try and help your family while you go back up and you learn what you need to learn. And then you can come down and watch them and get better and better at it. So it's it's, they're always thinking of, how to help you, how to get what you wish. Sometimes I'll tell you, no, you need to be away from your family for a while for this and that reason, right? There's always different scenarios. But um, it's all, it, it, that's why when bad things happen, it's not punishment, it's educational, right? It's, it's in order to elicit stimuli from us that we needed to learn. And from that, I, I've actually gone over my time I want to thank everybody for your questions. They're great questions. And again, if you want to contact me, go to my blog nwspiritism.com, Do, go to the about me contact section, send me an email with your email and then I'll I'll we can get in touch. Anyway, I want to say God bless everyone. God bless.